Blog Talk Radio. I've been looking forward to this one all night. And he can make the tag, and he does in this time. The ref sees it, and McBride is in the ring, and he's going to work. Referee has lost total control of this match. He just caught him. That's it. Power driver. Covers him. Two count. Three and it's over. some of those uh maybe saturday and we can unfreeze them and grill them out we might even can invite barry bull and his family and um if we're going if we're going to be having hot dogs ketchup. so uh like anyway some mustard too there's I, I think i hear him on the air yeah. i think i think i hear him now yeah, yeah. maybe some relish Bear, bull some onions too i kind of like the sauerkraut to be between the relish and the onions, yeah. If you don't mind uh, fixing that for me, I'd appreciate it. Barry Bull. Hey, Joe Allen. What's going on? Is that you? Welcome to the Joe Allen what's Show up? on a on a Thursday, on a Thursday night, almost Friday morning. How are you? Hey, hey, Joe. Do me a favor and pick up the phone real quick. Have you picked it up yet? Well, I'm. All right, I've got it. What's up? What's up? Pal, are you trying you to impersonate Brian Knobs of the Nasty thing, Boys man. again? Pick up the phone, you know, what's up? It's true, it's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, hilarious. Wrestling fans, welcome to another Intriguing episode of the Joe Allen Show. We are live on Blog Talk Radio, episode number oh, eighty-four. Intriguing, all right. And tonight, tonight, my very special guest—you guessed it, you saw the advertisement—the Nature Boy, Barry Bull. You know, I almost like to say Ric Flair right after you say Nature Boy, because it's kind of well, natural. I know. But I know that you would love to say Ric Flair's name, considering that he was the greatest wrestler of all time, and we always we already know that. That's the yeah. But can I ask you a question? Let, let let's just go ahead and get the elephant out of the room right here and right now up front. Uh, How is okay. it that a co-host becomes a special guest? I mean, I'm already on the show. I, 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 I'm the co-host of the show, you know, the second in charge, the the Robin to the Batman. Um, I mean, how how did I end up being a special to, guest? Mustard to the ketchup. Yeah. Well, oh, Bull, that reminds me, yes. Uh, put some mayonnaise on that too, please. Thank you. You know, Bull, after all these years that we've known each other, and we're going to talk about it tonight, 
and you know at, at, you know you've never had well I've never been able to inter- I've never interviewed you here live on the show and so you know well, I had there's the never been a reason to <laughs> well you know after after we returned to the air back you know, several weeks ago and I made this video promo and it didn't have any pictures of you in it I thought to myself really I didn't notice um you know to do something really special for Barry Boy why not just have him on the show and then I said well he's already on the show but I've never interviewed the nature boy Barry Bull I mean we've talked and we we've given opinion about different things but I've never you've never had an interview by Joe Allen right here on the Joe Allen Show, and I've just given you tonight the opportunity to for the fans and the listeners to just get to know Barry Bull on a little different level. I know we cut up a lot and we have a lot of fun, but there is another side to Barry Bull that I've known for going on almost 30 years now of knowing you, and uh, I want fans to see a little bit of that if we can. And uh, some of who Barry Bull really is, and not that you're not really who you are already, but y- y- you know what I'm saying. So, well, I, uh, I tell you, I can give you at least two to three minutes worth of good, solid material. Now, what are we going to do with the rest of the time? <laughs> well, Bull, I, I've got a, I've got a, show, I've got a show lineup. I sent it to you, so we're going to try to go. A little bit, of, a little bit by that. I want to start tonight, though, by just kind of giving the listeners a little bit of something, you know, a couple of things that are going on here relatively quickly. Um, speaking of quickly, this Saturday, this Saturday at twelve noon, um, if you're in this area, up in Raleigh at the Learning Experience Academy of Early Education, um, and I, I have the address here. I think I've. Um, let me see if I can pull it up again. Um, there's going to be a there's a big a huge St. Baldrick's Children Cancer uh, fundraising event, um, and you know there's there's several things. At first, I thought this was going to be some kind of small small deal, but Barry, I found out today um, they have raised over fourteen thousand dollars for what is supposed to be a small event. For uh, children's cancer research through the uh, St. Baldrick's group, and um, the North Carolina Wrestling Association, um, headed up by a great guy um, who runs the same outfit out of Clayton, just up the road here at the Clayton Fitness Center, has a has a major has big time of uh, stars come to his shows. Uh, he's actually putting on the event this Saturday at 12 o'clock. I'm going to be there ring announcing. Um, we're going to have several of the top independent talent is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a big show. Um, Mickey Gambino is going to be there. A host of others uh, are going to be live in action for a few matches there in that 12 to 1 hour. And I'm looking forward to being a part of this uh, fundraising event. And uh, it's going to be a blast. And I want to invite any of the listeners to come on out. Tell your friends about it. And have a good time. Uh, a lot of there's a ton of stuff going on that afternoon, that day, uh, this Saturday, as part of the fundraiser. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun for the 
for his for everyone who comes and supporting a really good cause. So I want to invite you out, fans, this Saturday, 12 o'clock. Um, I'm looking up the address. Let's see. It's um, I had it right here, and then I misplaced it. Here it is. Um, 8213 Coin Way, Raleigh, North Carolina. That's Coin, Q-U-O-I-N. 8213, Quowin Way, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27613. The wrestling is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. The Ugly Ducklings will be there. Timmy Lou Retton, White Mike, Matt Houston, uh, Mickey Gambino, Tyler Gaines, uh, maybe some others. But it's going to be a, a, a good afternoon of uh, championship wrestling right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then next Saturday, uh, Edge Superstars, Edge Wrestling Stars in Elm City, um, and that is. Let me get back to that because I just was there. It's at the uh, SYLA Community Arts Center, located at 106 East Main Street in Elm City, North Carolina. That's next Saturday, May 13th, um, and that particular event will begin at um, two o'clock. Special bell time there. It's a benefit show for Tim Joyner. A benefit show for Tim Joyner, May 13th, 2017. Um, next, That's next Saturday. Doors open at 1.30, bell time, 2 o'clock. $10 for adults. Uh, ages 12 and under, $5. And then under ages of 5, get in for free. So come out and look at the uh, watch the uh, Edge Superstars. Going to have the Hounds of Hades on that card bull. And um, Kendall Williams be there. Um, Sean Cruz. A host of others, Link Alexander, all be in the house next Saturday. Ben, a benefit show for Tim Joyner. You know, speaking of the Hounds, Barry, the, um, <clears throat> excuse me for asking, but will the Wizard of Oz be there? <laughs> no. What in the world? Why'd you, why would you ask me if the Wizard of Oz would be there? Well, you said, well, you said it was going to be in the Emerald City. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said Elm City. Clean out your ears. Oh, I thought you said Elmo, my bad. Speaking of the Hounds of Hades, very, very special guest next Thursday night, right here on the Blog Talk Radio uh, with Joe Allen Show. We're going to have as our special guest, Austin and Jackson Shadows, the brand new Edge Tag Team Champions. The Hounds of Hades will be right here live on the Joe Allen Show. What do you think about that? Who let the dogs out, man? That's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we had a tag team on last week. We got somewhat of a tag team on tonight. <laughs> and now we're going to have one. On, now we're going to have one on next week. That's awesome. I can't wait. Why don't we just go ahead and fast forward to next week? <laughs> oh, boy. I knew I picked the right special guest this week. Anyway, wrestling fans, next Saturday, <laughs> Elm City, <laughs> not the not the not to be confused, Emerald City. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You all right? I don't know. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness! Why do you have to? Why do you have to? Oh, on live radio, man, we're live here. Well, I certainly hope so. I'd rather be alive than dead. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bull, I'm about to I want to take a break here. I don't even have a commercial set up for this week. Can't even get off the live air. <clears throat> anyway. Wow. Okay. So what are you melting this well. week? <laughs> You've been melting your bar the last four to five weeks now. I figured you'd. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you said it, fans, if you want to check out some uh, great Mother's Day gifts, whew, uh, coming up here in a little bit, uh, Mother's Day, big day for all of our mothers, visit MeltMyBar.com and order yourself a, a gift, but do it quick if you want it in time for the Mother's Day. Uh, good products over there, Scentsy products, uh, lots of Good smelling scents for you to, except for hot dogs. There's no hot dog scents, so if you're looking for a hot dog scent, you have to go visit Barry Bull. Um, he can probably hook you up with that. But uh, MeltMyBar.com and uh, get you a great gift for mom. All right, Bull, you are my very special guest this week. And uh, as well, a lot of people have said I'm pretty special. <laughs> Well, I wanted, you know, you and I get on the phone sometime. I'll be out on my front porch. It'll be all kind of hours of the night or whatever, and we'll get to talking. And I, you'll say something, and I'll bust out just like what just, what just happened. And I wanted the fans to see the other side of Barry Bull. He's not just uh, this guy who likes hot dogs. He's a fun-loving, uh, entertaining, uh, good guy to, to be around and loves wrestling and just loves life and Loves his dog at home and is happily married and has two awesome kids. Plays baseball uh, with his kids and stuff like that. So uh, Barry Bull is a very special guest, and that's kind of what I wanted the folks to see tonight. Um, so I want to jump right in. Well, you know, you, well, you, well, well, you know, Joe. Well, you know, Joe. To kick this party off, <laughs> most of your guests have entrance theme music, right? I mean, most of your yeah. guests are professional wrestlers, and they have their own theme song. So, you know, it goes without saying that I've got my own. So I was hoping to be able to play my theme song um, as you were kind of introducing me sure. as your special guest. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, well, well, go ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. If you got All, right. Up. All, right. Here. All right, here you go. What do you think? Hot dog. 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 <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Now, now it feels uh, official. Awesome. I'm an official cool. special guest. You are. 
You are an official special guest of the Joe Allen Show, and I want to start you off with one just probably an easy question, Bull. What drew you to this intriguing sport known as professional wrestling? As a kid, what drew you to wrestling? Well, <laughs> kind of sounded like a road warrior halt there for a second. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I've heard you ask that question to some of your other special guests, and and uh, I, I just think it it was the um, it was something about sitting on a Saturday afternoon and watching superstars of wrestling or Georgia Championship Wrestling or the Saturday night TBS show. Um, it, it was it was something different, you know. It wasn't your typical sport where you. It was just it was fun to watch. It's kind of hard to explain, really, what actually drew me to it. Other than it was just something that I, even as a kid, and I remember as a young kid, <clears throat> um, we didn't have cable back where I lived. Right. My, my my grandparents in Savannah had cable. But fortunately, um, Superstars of Wrestling used to come on, um, I believe it was the ABC station. And so we were able to watch that. But I remember when I'd go visit my grandparents down in Savannah, they had cable. And I remember, and, and selfishly, I, I have to admit, I remember enjoying the, my trips down there, if nothing else, to be able to watch uh Saturday night wrestling on TBS. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sunday wrestling on USA. Yeah, I had a you similar know, with Lord with my, aunt. my aunt had a similar, you know, same with me. I didn't have cable where I was. And so I'd love to come to Augusta. Cause we lived about a, an hour away. I'd come to my aunt Virginia's house and I'd same store, same exact story. Almost Saturday night wrestling at six Oh five. Um, USA wrestling on Sunday with me, Gene Oakland. Those were fun, fun days, and and it was a good, it was a good quality of wrestling. <clears throat> um, now, granted, back then you had more jobbers on TV, so you pretty much knew the superstars were going to win the matches pretty much every time they wrestled. But well, back then, um, it was they, still fun to watch. Their, well, they spent their time back then um, with with the jobber feature. You know, in matches, you had a chance for the for the wrestlers to tell their story in the ring about themselves, and you had the announcers who were calling the matches were able to tell storylines and, and give just different things about the different feuds that were going on. And sometimes they would break away. You know, they would keep the match there, but they would break away to comments that maybe they had heard earlier from this uh, other feuding person that they were feuding with. So it, it was a completely different dynamic about how they how they got to these bigger cards. You didn't see main events all the time like you do, you know, every match on Raw these days. And I'm not I'm not knocking it because there's a, a level of success of today's wrestling as well. But you know, the way that what it used to be was you, you didn't have like today. There's a main event match almost every match is a main event match just about on Raw or SmackDown. 
back then you didn't have that. You had George South versus King Kong Bundy or um, Iron Mike Sharp, you know, versus uh, Big John Stud or uh, something, you know, something of that line. So you're exactly right. It's a little bit, lot, lot different today than it was back then. When we speaking were of speaking of King Kong Bundy for a second, <clears throat> did you know that his one of his ring names used to be Boom Boom Bundy? <laughs> no, I didn't. Now, can you imagine Howard Finkel mm-hmm. in his Howard <laughs> Finkel voice announcing to the ring, Boom Boom <laughs> Bundy? Hilarious. That, that would have been funny. That would have been funny. But you know, Joe, you hit you hit the nail on the head, and I tell you that to me, um, I enjoyed today's wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but a couple of things that I kind of hate and miss: you don't have the element of surprise anymore. That's true. And 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 what I mean by that is, it's so true. You know when. I never will forget the um, infamous incident where the four horsemen they were they were in their cars and they were videotaping and they followed Dusty Rhodes to the parking lot there at Crockett Promotions in Atlanta, Georgia, and they got out and they tapped him. You know they they um, bounded his wrist up to that truck and then they hit it with a bat. Of course, the camera stopped right before they hit him and. Of course, you know, kayfabe, it was meant to be that they broke his hand and all that kind of stuff. But I remember watching that when it happened, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, what did I just see? You know, I was about ready to go call the police and say, <laughs> yeah. hey, you need to get to Atlanta, you know. <clears throat> I mean, it was just – it was so real, and you would never seen anything like that on TV before. Yeah. Unless you were watching a sitcom. But, and, you know, with the dirt sheets of today, you know, you kind of sort of get an idea of, of um, especially for the pay-per-views, you know, uh, which way, um, you know, the creative writers are leaning. Yeah. And it's just kind of – Yeah, I mean, and, and you didn't have that back then. So, I mean, you literally did not know unless you were an insider, you know, who was going to win the matches. Well, and nowadays, like you pretty everybody... much know. Yeah, everybody's an insider today. And so I think of all the things like back when we first met and the way the way wrestling was then as opposed to it is now, that's the one thing that I think sticks out the most is what I as what I don't like is the fact that there is no element of surprise. There is everybody you almost know who's going to win. And wrestling today, the intrigue about wrestling today is it's trying to figure out if you're right or wrong about who you thought was going to win. It seems like it's more exciting and more talked about. And and, it, and if the masses think something's going to happen and it doesn't happen, then the whole talk of the town and the talk of the Internet and social media is how things went wrong. <laughs> so it's like the wrestling company, no matter what it does, uh, if it doesn't go the way the public thinks it should go now, it, it's not operating right or it's not it's not doing something correctly. But uh, you know, you know, back in the, well, you know, I wanted I, to mention because our listeners don't probably know this, but you and I shared uh, a hobby. Uh, we, we had our own little backyard wrestling thing. 
at one time. We called it CWC, Championship Wrestling Connection. And I know you remember that because you remind me about all the time the times that you beat me for the title, and I'm reminding you about the times that I beat you for the title. And of course, we all know that I beat you more, but that's beside the point right now because you're my special guest. But um, you know, they, well, I think the reason why we called it backyard wrestling was because my back was on your yard a lot. <laughs> well, well I, I was thinking today when I was thinking about the show tonight, I was thinking, you know, The Undertaker and, and Roman Reigns had this big thing going back and forth about whose yard it was. And I was thinking about you, you and me and how awesome it would be if we, if I could have come back, if you could have come up with, because our, our ring was in my yard, it was in my backyard. And maybe the back of the neighbor's yard and the back of the other neighbor's yard. But anyway, that's beside the point. But how cool would it have been for us to be wrestling in my yard? And you come up one day with the promo and you said, this is my yard now. <laughs> yeah, well, your mom probably would have come out and said, well, since this is your yard, how about cutting it for me? How about cutting the grass? Oh, my goodness. Good stuff. You know, um, but you know, but you know, you hear, and, and I'm, I'm kind of sorry glad you brought that up because a lot of people, you know, if anybody's listening to this, which I can't imagine who would be, but anyway, um, <laughs> they're probably like, you mean to tell me y'all did the backyard wrestling thing? Because you know, you see on TV all these bad things that happen, you know, people getting hurt and all that. Yeah. For anybody who's listening, I can assure you, for how many years? At least a good, what, almost 10 years that we knew each other. We would have backyard wrestling events, and nobody ever got hurt. No. But when you see some of the silly things that they're doing, you know, it it, kind of gives it a bad name, and I get it. And I wouldn't recommend it, you know, you know, as a hobby or nothing, but you know, we didn't, we didn't do silly things. You know, we had just, please don't show the tapes. Don't put them on Facebook for goodness sake. I was thinking be... about it. Thinking no, about you're not. You're... On social no. Media. no, you will not. And, uh, but, um, people may see the dog running not. in the background and you know, that, I wouldn't want to give the dog bad publicity. Well, not I'll tell you anymore. what, if you put them on social media, you're going to see some dogs running around because I'm going to have the hounds of Hades coming after you. <laughs> well, Bull, you know, I knew this was going to happen. We were going to get to talking, and we were going to run out of time. Well, there's less than three minutes well, left. Well, you got to laugh, and that's what happened. Well, you know, I, I, I couldn't help it. But anyway, one last question, and we may have to do a part two at some point about this. But let me ask you this real quick. What would you have – all these years of wrestling, we've known each other almost 30 years. We've been watching wrestling since we met – you know, we've been we've been talking about wrestling, you and me, since we met on that school bus. And you heard me talking to another guy about Hulk Hogan, and you turned around, and you were a, you know, the big Ric Flair fan. And it was instant magic, I guess you would say, as far as friendship bonding together. But what would you have done differently if you were Vince McMahon and you had total creative control – over the WWF, what would one thing that you may have done differently than 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 the way he did it? 
Oh, gosh, that's something I'd have to think on because there's more than one thing I think I would have done differently. But, but, I mean, we all, you know, as fans, we all have our own ideas. You know, I mean, you're you're real good, and I have to give you a small plug here real quick, but you're real good at at creative, you know, kind of introducing things, I guess, you know, in a creative way. So, I don't always, and I kind of have an, an eye for it too, but, but I don't always agree with, you know, just like, for example, um, Kevin Owens drops the title to Chris Jericho at Payback. I was going to say. Only, only to turn around and win it right back at SmackDown. I just don't get it. Yep. You know, I, I, I've, I've never got that. But that's just me. You know, that, that's one thing I did. Ever. You know, to me, it kind of, um, I don't know what the proper word would be. And, of course, there goes the music. But um, anyway. Well, well they li- I, th- I think they limit, I think they limit the, effectiveness, the effectiveness of the title when they do stuff like that. There was no reason to do that. I like Chris Jericho. I'm glad he's going out on a great note. But, you know. I don't see the well. One, well, one last thing I'll say real quick because I know we're about to go here. But I have a lot of respect for the men and women who step in that squared circle and put their lives on the line. And I tip my hat to each and every one of you. And absolutely, Barry Moore, we're going to definitely have to do a part two, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Joe Allen Show. Next week, well, the Hounds of Hades will be right here. I'm going to get about two or three more hot dogs. I'm going to get some more hot dogs. I'm hungry now. All this coffee made me hungry.